Hello there, and welcome to episode 37 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me is your other host, my son, Colin. Hello. All right. Whoa. We have to do a bit of a, uh, uh, like, sped up episode today. We have a lot going on in the Whitlake household, um, but we are going to do a very quick, um, what do we call it? <laughs> Current events. Current, oh. current events. Okay, quick rundown. Ewan McGregor has been spotted. Hair Watch 2021 has begun. I don't understand. Hasn't he had hair that looks kind of like Obi-Wan? <laughs> Hasn't Why he had is it... hair? He has hair. No, no, no. Yes, Hasn't he had Obi-Wan looking hair for a while, though? Why is now... Because I, I posted something on Facebook, too, and I'm like, I don't understand the difference between now and then. He was literally on the set. Like, it was... Oh. He was in costume. Did he have, like, a white robe, by the he way? He had a black robe black on. Black robe? Okay. Covering okay. up his costume. But the hair... Emo boy. The hair... Yeah, it looks fire. Looks amazing. So, that's really... I, that's all I have to say about that. Just Obi-Wan Kenobi filming... Hair Watch 2021. Hair. <laughs> Hair. <laughs> okay. Um, we also read War of the Bounty Hunters, the first issue. And, um, yeah. Interesting. Well, read slash watched read, which is pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. If you haven't read it yet, we're about to, like, say things that are spoilery. Uh, spoiler alert for War of the Bounty Hunters starts now. Okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> Interesting character pops up at the end of the issue. Kind of knew, kind of knew who it was immediately after seeing it. You could tell it was a woman in a disguise. It's cool. It's Kira. Yeah, it's cool. She has kidnapped Han Solo and Carbonite. It's weird. Do you think Darth Maul's gonna be in it? Yes, I do think Darth Maul's gonna be in it. Interesting. It's gonna be weird, man. That combination of characters is actually. Oh no! Wait, Darth Maul's totally dead. What are you talking about? At this point? Yes, totally dead. Oh, okay. We're stupid. He, yeah, he's he's more than dead. Well, he's in Rebels. <laughs> yeah, but that's prior to this. I guess by some time, yeah. By a lot, actually. Well, who's leading then? Is she leading? I, it seems to be the case. She's oh, okay, leading. okay, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to cut that out. We sound real stupid saying... No, it's fine. Although it's fine, he, whatever. We're tired. He pops up everywhere. So, yeah. you know what? I'll jump off a bridge if he's back, but... Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, I have a grudge against him for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was very interesting. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I didn't like the other bo- the other Bounty Hunter comic series. Um, this one seems more my speed. Okay. And less, um, much less misogynistic, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why you didn't like it? That's why I didn't like the last one, yeah. It was, I didn't know it was, yeah. It was creepy. It was just, the tone of it was kind of gross, I thought. Okay. Um, but this one, I mean, it is Charles Soule, so kind of high expectations to begin with. But I'm glad we finally got around to reading it. Sure, yeah. Um, and I saw on the interwebs that High Republic Phase 2 is starting, <laughs> which is... Has there been a Phase 1? Yeah, and we've completely not looked at it yet, so... Is that just the book? There's so many books. Like, that's the problem. Whoa. We're not readers. You're a reader. No, I'm not. You gotta read the books. No, these are novels. I'm not talking... There's comics, too, I guess, but these... 
you know, when there's novels involved, I'm just pretty lame. So, okay. And you just simply haven't had time with school and everything. So, yeah. I don't know when we're ever going to get caught up with High Republic. We need to, <laughs> let's, let's just have a loose goal of being caught up by celebration. Because <laughs> we have oh, an entire year. That's a long time. Yeah, that's There's doable. There's a lot of freaking books, though. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to read them all. I just know that. So I'm probably okay. going to be listening to our other friends that podcast and, and do read it all. So Does anyone else know out there what you're going to be doing at the karaoke? <laughs> Nobody's. First of all, like, <sighs> why are you bringing that up? Firstly. <laughs> I don't know. No one has said there's going to be karaoke for sure. I just. Oh. No, this is not a planned karaoke. Okay. I'm just saying if there is a karaoke, I have a song. Okay. And it's going to slap and you're going to be shocked. It's <laughs> okay. going to be shock and awe time. Is it going to be saying. rap? Huh? Is it going to be rap? I'm not telling you. I'm just going to make me sick, man. <laughs> That's so rude, first of all. <laughs> um... I'm just not going to talk about it. But if there okay. is celebration karaoke happening, I am more than prepared. Okay. It's going to be a good time if there is. Okay. I might bring my um I might have to buy a the BTS microphone. A BTS Namjoon <laughs> mic. They're so cute though. That's funny. They're very cute. Okay. Um that concludes this episode of current events. I like that short and sweet. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, short and sweet. Um now we're going to talk about, of course, The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 7. I can't believe we're already to Episode 7. Battle Scars. So next week will be the midway point of the season. Cool. Okay. There are 16 episodes total. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, okay. So this one starts, like, drops you right into the middle of the action. Yep. I kind of like when they do that. Um, but they are being chased because they've stolen a lizard. Yep. <laughs> I don't really understand that. I don't know. And they really don't explain it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I like that. They've stolen a lizard Well, you're from... just supposed to assume they do these jobs now, you know? Yeah, they're just weird jobs. So, their It's job... like their experience. They don't know what they're doing. True, so. I guess. Um, we're dropped in the middle of the action. They're being chased because they've stolen a lizard that Omega has named Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Connotations of Ruby. Yeah. Um, probably none. It's probably someone's dog's name, and they just thought it would be cute to name the lizard after their dog. Yeah, that's possible. But, you know, Wizard of Oz connotations, let's just say that. Oh, true. Um, that's what I thought of immediately when, okay. I, when I heard Ruby. But the more interesting thing, the much more interesting tidbit, is that they are being chased by people called the Rokai. Yeah, right. And we have a we have a theme. I'm gonna call it a theme. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna have we have a Greek letter theme going on. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Omega, obviously. Yeah. Is a big one. A big nod to that. What was the other one? There was another one before well, this. This Rokai. No, no, no. There was another one before this, wasn't there? Um, was there? In this show? Yeah. So. Not that I can remember, but maybe I'm okay. forgetting. Mm. Um. This stuck out to me immediately because two Greek letters, Rho and Kai, right, yeah, flip that around to Kai Rho, yeah, 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 and that is literally what we the Greek 
symbol for Christ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty on the nose, I suppose. I have no idea if they were intentionally doing this. Oh, it, was it spelled the same? Well, it wasn't it's spelled the same It's not quite way. spelled the same. The row is spelled the same. The Kai was not. Okay, also... <clears throat> but still. I think about my boy Roku. Have to shout my boy out. Oh, and... Uh, That's what I thought when, it's, when I heard it was. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Shoot, I need a drink. Hold on. Okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> that didn't help. All right. <laughs> oh. help. We're just having all sorts of throat problems today, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's it's bad around here. Allergies in Illinois. Dude, they're so bad. They're so bad. Um. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, it's cool, but it's I'm only happened twice, the... so. Huh? It's only happened twice, though. Third it has time. only happened twice, although I will make uh, I, I will make a statement that I think Rex, you know how when Omega came about and everybody's like, oh, Alpha and Omega. Omega is the last letter of the alphabet. And, oh. and again, it's a biblical reference. Wait, 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 wait. Jesus says, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm clipping. Oops. Uh. Well, you know how they like make a point to always talk about how Rex is the first of his line? Is that what you're going to say? Look at the notes. That's right there. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm not looking at the notes. I'm... I know. I no. I'm saying it's. I'm. It's in my notes. Okay. Cool. I feel like re- they make a point in this episode to say. I like, we're jumping right into themes and like symbolism, and usually That's we fine. do that at the end. That's but fine. like I said, we're in a hurry today, yeah. so let's make sure we get this talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a point in this episode. Omega says it. Your first generation to Rex. And they make it, you know, and she, he's like, how can you tell? And she says the lines on your face, which I thought, this is a lovely, that is really a lovely line. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. <clears throat> I love that they, I don't know. It just struck me as a very beautifully written thing to say. Um, so in this episode, Rex is the alpha. He's the sure. first. And Omega is the last, because that's her name. Right. Uh, okay, so there's just, there, I, I'm saying... One time? That one's pretty obvious. You see something one time, it's like, okay. You see something two times, you're like, oh. You see something three times, it's a theme. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what we do on this podcast. <laughs> so, Greek letters, Christ, symbolism, is there. Yep. And, you know, we've been saying all along, Omega is extremely special, probably Force-sensitive. Quite possibly. I mean, quite possibly. And um, now she has met her alpha. Just very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. It's cool. Okay, so now let's get back into petty, silly stuff. Um, <laughs> her and Wrecker have a tradition when they finish a mission, they go and buy this stuff called Mantel Mix. Yep. Because they're on Ord Mantel. And it looks like popcorn, colored popcorn, and it looks a whole lot like the popcorn you can buy at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and I went ahead and I read the episode notes for this on StarWars.com, and they did say that was the inspiration for the Mantel mix. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, they were going to call it... Their canon. It, yeah. They, it, they were going to call it whatever it is they call it at Galaxy's Edge, but then they decided, no, let's have it... We want that to be, like, unique to that planet, so we'll call it Mantel mix instead. Okay. But... Cool. Cultural. 
But next time we're at Disney World and we buy the popcorn, we're going to have to pretend like we're going to have to take a pic. Like, <laughs> like we're uh, Wrecker and Omega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other funny thing about that part was I loved how um, I think it was Sid and Hunter were talking in the bar and there and and wreckers like it's a tradition blah 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 and then later and then later they're talking about it because it's like why why do i have why is there like a bill for a thousand pounds of mantel mix that now you guys owe me for no hunter was like that well sid was telling him like you owe me all this money for mantel mix and 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 hunter's like what and then it cuts away (laughs) it cuts away like a 90s sitcom it was so funny to Wrecker and Omega eating their mantel mix going, mm, 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 good. Yeah. and then it cuts back to the bar. That's I don't know good. why that was so funny, but it was funny. Well, that's good. That's a good stuff. It, that's felt good like, stuff. it felt like a 90s sitcom. It felt like Malcolm in the Middle or something like that. <laughs> that's a good, that classic 90s sitcom. Yeah, it was cute. Um, okay. So yeah, we already talked about how Rex is referred to as first generation and by Omega. So, um... Again, we think that's a theme. We're going to keep our eyes out for more Greek letter yeah, nods. Sure. Well, yeah, it's they're obvious when they happen normally. And so. it's not even just Greek letters, though. It's like Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty Greek important. letters. I guess, yeah, uh, that's sus. It's very sus. <laughs> that's it's sus. very subtle because these, these Rokai, they mention them once. But, but I actually was like, okay, well, was this an already invented group of people? Was it and, not? It's not. Like, they made this up for this episode. Cool. So that was the other thing that caught my attention. Like, okay, they purposefully made up that name. Yeah. For this episode. So That's fair. mm, 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 Sus, sus, sus. Interesting. Okay, so they're talking about, um, they meet Rex in the bar. Of course, we're, that was our number one pick for who the, who the shadowy figure from the last episode was going to be. Right. So it was not a surprise, but yay. We love Rex. Yeah, hype. We don't even consider it, like, you know, people are getting irritated about the the cameo of the week, I guess. I think we talked about this last week. We did. Everybody shut up and sit down. Rex <laughs> is always welcome in any shape, Honestly, way, shape, bro. or form. And there's always development, you know? They always handle Rex with care. Yes, they do. Which I like. Nobody's going to be um, wasting him or... Because my boy using him inappropriately like yeah he's they've he's, never he's never been used in a bad way you notice that he's one of the few characters that's never been cameoed in a bad way every time it's good he's great yeah and it's very interesting now you know he's met he's met the bad batch before yeah but he's never met omega before so that was cool yeah that, was that cool. they now know each other yep um but he finds out that Everyone still has their inhibitor chip in their brains, and he triggered, very much triggered. Like he re- he puts his hand on his blaster. Like, but the he's... irony, though, the irony. You know what I'm saying? No. Say oh. it. <laughs> please. Well, okay. I have like two major takeaways, basically, to talk about this whole episode. The one that I have is that that moment where he like really does get triggered by hearing that they still have their chips in their heads. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost, like, immediate how he responds. And 
he like literally considers killing them just like right there, you know? And I think that I think two things, number one, it's kind of like an inverse order 66 in that moment. Like he becomes triggered to kill these guys, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. just like the clones are triggered to kill the Jedi, like he's triggered by those words to kill them, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. And I also think that it goes in line with you saying battle scars, like, the title of the episode. That's definitely like a PTSD kind of thing. Yeah, totally. And then the second thing, second way I look at it, is that, oh no, where'd it go? It was in my head. <laughs> oh no, where'd it go? <laughs> well, I, this is the thing I told you. Do you remember what I said? No. <laughs> it's the blind leading the blind today, guys. <laughs> Bro. No, hold on, I'll get it. Well, let's, maybe if we keep talking, it'll, it'll wait, wait. resurface. No, 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 no. Actually, yeah, we should keep talking. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's he's definitely got some PTSD. Oh, I got it. I got it. Well, okay, and so this is also in line with it being it being kind of a reflection of Order sixty six. This is in tandem with that. What I just said, the way that that he he chooses out of his free will. This is the important thing, I guess. He chooses out of his free will to do what he's about to do, and that like he's not he's not being controlled by a chip. You know what I'm saying? He like reaches for his blaster and is about to do this on his own free will, basically, mm-hmm. rather than doing it based on a chip that's automatic, which the Bad Batch have. Mm. So yeah, I don't nice. know. It's like it's it it was really weird to see him do that. Like I did not expect that. I expected him to be like, oh okay, yeah, let's just, you know let's just go get those tickets. But like, the fact that he almost killed them. That's like... I mean, almost killed them is maybe... Dude, he reached for his blaster. What are you talking about? He put his hand on his blaster. But to me, that's just like a reflex. But, okay. Because of... Reflex. Because of the PTSD. Because he's like... Okay, well, yeah. I guess my first point might be the main thing. And, you know, he's standing there looking at Wrecker, the size of the man. Okay, okay. Well, most importantly... And then he doesn't... Doesn't he find out he's been having headaches and stuff? So he was real like, oh my God. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think what I'm trying to say most importantly, though, is we have that scene with Ahsoka and him. And we see him do the same thing. But in that moment, we're seeing him be automatically controlled against his own free will. True, That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm not trying to compare him against him in the scene. I'm comparing him against that version of Rex. I see what you're saying. So I think that's dope. I thought it was really that cool. That is dope. Like, you do see him reach for his weapon when Order 66 I guess he's already holding and... his weapon, I think, but... Maybe, uh, I don't know. But... I don't know. I seem to remember uh. his hand going to his holster. Maybe, yeah, maybe And it it's shaking. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I remember that. He's sh- trying to fight it off, you know? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. I do like that parallel. It's really cool, actually. I kind of... See? See? I got the brain. See? I got the brain sometimes, see? y'all. Yeah, I really... Hadn't even thought of, that hadn't occurred to me. I'm too busy thinking about Greek letters to actually watch <laughs> what's happening in the episode. Bro, come on. <laughs> so yeah, he gets real upset when he finds out that they still have their inhibitor chips and that Wrecker has been having headaches constantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not great. So he calms down a little bit, and they're like, "Okay, well, what are we supposed to do about this?" And he's like, "Okay, well, I have a I have an idea." I'll be back in touch with you. And who knows how much time has passed between then and when they actually go to Braca, but they go to Braca. Yeah. Um, which is the ship graveyard, basically. It's like a um what do you call it's it? It's a ship yeah, that's what they say, I think. Sh- is that what they call it? 
Scrapyard, I don't Scrapyard, know. yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. So Colin informs me that Baraka I'm is... I'm checking right now before... Don't say it. I'm going to check right now that I'm right when no, I say No, you're that. right. I told you. I, I No, but I want to make sure it's the planet that I'm thinking of. It's where Calcestis is working as a scrapper at the beginning is that it? of the game. Oh. Jedi Fallen Order. I think that's what it said. Um, so that's cool that they brought yeah. that back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was thinking it was the planet where... I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's a nice little. Yeah, it is. I dude, wink, they're wink. playing with me, bro. <laughs> they're playing with me. They um, just 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 bring him into the dang show or movie or something, man. He's a cool character. I'm sure he'll come back around. I'm sure of it. Plus, He's to see his lightsaber, to see his lightsaber though. Yes, bro. It uh, might be orange. We have we have a chance. We do. We have a chance for an orange lightsaber. So yes. he's too popular for them to not. Work Honestly. into some of the Honestly. things. Um, so yeah, is a cool planet. That... Imagine his droid being oh, like a thing. BD1? BB. BD. I think it's BB. It's BD. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm in love with BD. him, so I know for a fact. Okay. <laughs> um, so that cool electronic musical motif comes around again. Like when they are going to Bracca and they see... You know, and they're talking about, like, we need to find a Venator ship. Yeah. So it's like every once in a while. Clone, I don't think Clone it's Wars, the, baby. I don't think it's the exact same motif, but they use the same kind of electronic um, instrumentation. Sure. I actually um, didn't notice, but okay. From the Clone Wars, that Order 66 episode, uh, which I never remember the name of the dang episode. Is it Shattered? I think it's The Shattered. first episode? Of the Clone Wars, when Order 66 oh. happens. Yeah. I think it's shattered. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I like when that pops up occasionally in this show. It's yeah. It happened a couple times, I think. Uh, and they mentioned that the Scrapper Guild controls this planet, Bracca now. Right. Um, so I guess that's like... It's cool that in the, in the new, like, Disney era, we have this new breed of... of jerks kind of <laughs> the scrappers are yeah. not great people nah. like they're just not they're money grubbing kind of well we find at the end imperial friendly obviously yeah, yeah. um group of people so i don't know i just like that there's like a new a whole new era a whole new group of I mean, they seem villainous. to be doing a lot of new man i mean yeah i just alien like alien species and all that and plus they wear like armor yeah dude they look dope that evokes you know dark side yeah stuff they look cool a lot of people said they look a little bit like revan that's what i said yeah i don't think there's that's on purpose i mean i don't think there's a connection i'm just i'm just saying they're just trying to evoke that yeah we're not good guys yeah, but why do they thing. keep playing with like cool characters? Like they're teasing, and then they don't—they don't even use the character. It's like, come on, dude! Patience. I'm not that patient. It's Patience. been too long. It's been too long. They can't just give us everything all at once. They're not BTS. Okay. <laughs> they can't just satisfy our every need constantly. Um, okay, so they go and they find the Venator class ship, or they're—they're. They're going to find the Venator class ship because obviously Rex knows there's medical bays in there. He's been operated on to get his chip out, so he knows that's how it can be done. Yep. Uh, but along the way, they 
find that there is a creature living in the water. Yep. Just chilling in there. Water. Water. (laughs) Anytime there's water, I'm like, water? Why? Why is there water? There's a reason. Um, So, yeah, there is. And it says in the closed captioning that it is a Dianoga. Yeah, yeah. They do say that. Uh, Which is interesting. Yeah. Because. I don't think they mentioned that it is in Mandalorian. They don't say it's a. They don't say it's a Dianoga in Mandalorian. And also, this creature, like the Dianoga, the, re, you know, original Dianoga is in A New Hope, obviously, in the trash compactor. And yep. it's got this tentacle with an eye on the end of it. We never see that. Like in this diet with this Dianoga, we do not see. Maybe it's a different kind. Maybe, different breed of Dianoga. Yeah. But what struck me was, as Colin just mentioned, it looks hella like the sea creature that ate grogu in yeah the mandalorian oh yeah totally so not much the like same? it i don't know like i said like we just said they don't call that one in the mandalorian a dianoga but it looks so similar um and this one happens to have six tentacles oh okay you know it's in that like radial design again yeah with a center hub, and it has six tentacles, which pretty much to me looks just like the Imperial Cog. Oh, sure. Okay. It looks it's it's the same design. Oh, cool. As the Imperial Cog, uh, and this Imperial Cog-like Dianoga is emerging from the water to get to grab Wrecker. I see where you're going. And I see you. What's Wrecker's problem right now? Wrecker's problem right now is that he has he's a chip. Torn. Huh? He's being torn. He's being, well, he's, dissonance, basically. he's got, yeah, he's got a chip in his head that is a ticking time bomb. Yep. They literally use that phrase um, in this episode that they're all ticking time bombs. Um, <clears throat> and so water typically represents like the subconscious mind or dreams or something of that nature so basically your brain so we have this imperial cog like creature grabbing him pulling him under the water at some point at one point he actually gets pulled under he's in there and is attacking him and eventually his friends pull him out yeah and they get away or he gets away so metaphorical moment Truly. That I ate up like it was the best ice cream I've ever eaten. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I didn't yeah. think of it that way. I just thought of it as like him being... I mean, I always think baptism when it comes to water, rebirth. I mean, it can I be that, that too. I mean, that's... It, that works But he was too. like being rebirthed into this like imperial mindset. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, or like he... he fell down to that darkness and then he went into the water and then like came back up and then he got triggered and like... But true, but also he, it just can be a rebirth, like foreshadowing what's going to happen later. Like he is going to get this thing out of his head and he's going to be okay. Oh. Um, oh. It works that way too. I see you. But I, I didn't like think about better. that actually. I thought, I thought of what I just said, like this is the Imperial um, machine pulling him under and he needs his friends to get him out of this. Okay. And, um. As we see later, that is exactly what happens, and that's nice. But um, kudos, you know, snaps, snaps for metaphorical stuff coming out of nowhere. Because initially, True. I was like, 
uh, what is the diet? Like, really? We're going to have like another creature moment? Like, for why? But then I'm like, oh, water. Oh. Yeah. It literally yeah. has six tentacles. Okay. Message received. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So he has this scuffle with this Dianoga, and um, they finally find the med bay, but he's been knocked around again. And his head starts hurting again. And it's very, the way they build the tension is so effective. I thought that, um, you know, he's like, oh, my head's hurting again. Um, and, you know, Rex is like, hurry up, hurry up. We do, this is getting sketchy. Can we please hurry up? But this med bay looks like utter hell. Like it's rusted yeah. and it's like, Omega even says, uh. Unsanitary. I'm not so sure this is safe. And Hunter's like, dude, we have no choice. We have to do this. I'm sorry. I know it's weird. It's sketchy looking, but we have to. They can and get she, their tetanus shots. And then they have a sweet moment where she's like, well, what if something happens to all of you and I'm going to be left here alone? Right. And, you know, heartstrings. He's like, sweetie, no, we are not going to leave you alone. Like, no, we're not going to leave you alone. You're <laughs> You're one of us now. But then like. <laughs> yeah. five minutes later yeah five minutes later uh Riker's trying to kill everyone no but they all get wrecked and she's on her own that's true um so oh yeah they name they they mentioned it's kind of funny like right before right as Riker is starting to lose it you hear a conversation like in the background hunter mentions he doesn't mention Kanan by name to Rex, but he brings him up. He says something like, we weren't able to save the general, but at least the Padawan got away. Oh, really? That's what he says? Yeah. I, don't, I didn't realize he said that. It's it's kind of like background talk. They're focusing on Wrecker, like literally about to go Order 66. But you can very clearly hear him saying that to Rex. So now I'm wondering, like, are we going to get more Kanan? Because they just kind of reminded us... Huh. Of that first episode where Kanan got away. Maybe, yeah. So maybe he might pop up again. I have no problem with that. I love him. Yeah, he's cool. That would be great. Um, well, we don't know what Crosshair is going to be up to. Maybe he's going to be after getting They are it. really pushing. Dude, it's a little too much at this point, honestly. Like, how are we going to catch up everything that he's done since now? You know? I feel like the possibly the next episode, which will be the midway point, it needs to be. Will be a hundred percent crosshair catch up. Yeah. Like the whole episode will be just crosshair. Do you think it's gonna be long? No, yeah. I just think it'll be a How are we gonna be caught up six episodes worth of these bad batch characters and one episode of him? I don't know if that's gonna be enough. Well, I mean I don't I don't I don't know that we're gonna need to know his every waking moment. I just think I would like to know. <laughs> I like that. I like Crosshair. I, I'm sure you would like to know, but I don't know that it's super important to this story to know what he's been doing every minute of the day since they left him. But I feel like, you remember, you remember that episode of Lost, the other 48 days? Yeah. Where they finally, we you know, it's season two of Lost. We find out that there was a whole bunch of people on the back end of the plane. Yeah, right. Um, that were on the other side is this, of the is island. This, is this with the return of Star, of Star Wars and Lost? No, but I'm just saying, series? you know how there is, there's an episode called The Other 48 Days. I know the episode. And you yes, find know, out know, yes. what the tail end section has been doing for 48 days. 
and you don't even really see the original cast of Lost at all. You just see these new people. Yeah. So I think that's what this episode, maybe the next one is going to be. Probably. For um, Crosshair. We're going to see, like, what's been going on. And I'm, I think that's actually, I think the fact that we've been withholding Crosshair, I like it. Like, it, it's building tension. It's building tension that we do not know what he has been doing. He could have been running around murdering tons of people. We just don't know. That'll be, but yeah, looking forward to the Crosshair episode. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Um, okay. So, yeah, Omega is scared, clearly. She doesn't want to be left alone if something goes wrong with these surgeries. And um, the moment when Wrecker actually turns is so cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's such a, um, like, they use this sound effect that, like, like that sound sucking sound effect. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you see his eyes like the like, force choke kind of sound. Like the what? The force choke kind of sound. Like where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he actually does grab um tech around the neck. My like boy. he grabs his arm and then he grabs him around the neck. Yeah. And it's chilling. Like you know it's coming, obviously. Yeah. They make made it very clear that yeah. something bad's about to happen. But they very, very effectively made it chilling even though you know it's coming even though it's a cartoon yep they're just this show's good guys it is it's good um so yeah like i mentioned he grabs echo or not echo he grabs tech by the wrist first because he's trying to prep him for the surgery and then he grabs around the neck and tosses him across the room his show wife basically like they're the ones that bicker like the old married couple so that was upsetting um and then he just goes full i'm about to kill you're all traitors to the empire and you're done yep um he turns into this cross between jack torrance from the shining (laughs) these are the these are the things that occurred to me jack torrance from the shining the terminator obviously yeah the raptors in jurassic park Okay. When he's chasing um, Omega around. Yeah, I get it. And there's that moment. Oh, oh, yeah, there's that shot. Because, well, isn't there like an exact same shot from the feet of the raptor running towards the kid who's like trying to pull down a door or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's like a trick of the eye. They make you think that he's about to get Omega, just like the raptor's about to get the little girl in Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's in the scene where. They're in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're hiding in, like, the pull-down door. and. But they basically tricked you into thinking that because she's actually hiding behind a different metal panel than the one that they originally show. Anyway, very, it was totally from Jurassic Park, which was cool. And then also, it's got an aliens, an aliens with an S vibe went. Yeah. Because uh, Omega is kind of newt in this situation. Well, I said it's also the lighting. Oh, totally. Clearly alien. They, they've they pulled, from all of those references, as far as I'm concerned, they were like, we want this to be like The Shining and The Terminator and Jurassic Park and Aliens, and they just made it, that you know, they made it very... Speaking um, of The Shining, what did I watch recently that was... Oh, The Lighthouse. The, 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 never mind. 
<laughs> Never mind. Yeah, mind. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have these mo- this moment, like when when Wrecker finally catches her, catches Omega. She's just like begging and pleading, and you know, it's just uh, it's so heart wrenching. Like again, we knew this was going to happen. It was not heart wrenching for me. I honestly, I didn't feel really a lot of emotions <sighs> during this. You're dead inside. <laughs> maybe I don't know, man. So but. last week we I had brought up that maybe he was going to. First of all, I'm surprised they had this moment so early in the in the um, season. I really thought this was going to be like later, um, with him finally turning. But so yeah, interesting. I'm just like, oh, okay. So what's going to be creating the tension for the rest of the season then? And it's obviously going to be crosshair. It's going to be back in yeah, the picture, right. and that's going to be the issue. But um. This happened a lot earlier than I thought it would because we had talked about last week how we thought maybe if if Omega is in fact force sensitive that Wrecker was going to be, you know, after her because he's well, he's been triggered right, by Order yeah. 66. But basically the same thing happened. We just still don't know if she's force sensitive. Right. Um. Anyway. You're telling me you were not affected when she was like, "You're my friend." No, that was cool. <laughs> but you can, you were not, you were not moved. Not really. Not really. Okay. Well, I guess my son's dead inside. I'm gonna need to work on that. I guess as a parent. Um, but he is uh, sh- stunned by Rex in the end. Rex saves the Alpha, saves the Omega. True. Basically from her best friend and um so they get wrecker into the into the machine to get the chip out he does not wake up after the surgery yeah yeah. and it's worrisome um and then they try you know they're like i think rex is like hey why don't you turn to hunter why don't you take omega up get some fresh air and she's like absolutely not i am staying by my friend's bedside you can't make me leave i'm going to wait until he wakes up Right, yeah. Which was very sweet. Um, and there's a moment, too. I don't know if you even noticed. But there's a moment during the time when Wrecker's having a surgery and they're waiting for him to wake up where Rex is just standing in the doorway and he pauses and he looks down at his helmet. Yeah, yeah. And contemplating what exactly. I don't know. But it was a very... Like... It's not in the background. Like, they're focusing on Rex looking at his helmet. Yeah. Thinking about something, contemplating something deeply. So, it's like, what is he contemplating exactly? Is he is he thinking about his um, <clears throat> new purpose? His old identity? Like, oh. he's, is he thinking about, like, why am I still wearing this uniform? I think it's up for your interpretation. So that was a very um, interesting moment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's surrounded by other clones at that moment. And they're all in their suits, you know, and everything. Uh, So I don't know. It was, I don't know what, I don't know what you, if you even noticed that. Did you even notice it? Yes, I noticed that. So I'm wondering... Why did they take so much time and focus on that? For Your so guess many is seconds? as good as mine. I have, I have no idea, really. But I have a feeling it's just like 
again, he's looking at his old uniform thinking, hmm, why am I wearing this? These other guys around me were all, were all clones. So is he thinking about just like uh, his, I don't know. It's like an identity crisis or something. I don't know. Possibly. Um, I don't know, but it was an interesting moment. Um, so Wrecker wakes up. Thank goodness. She touches his face in a very Han Solo, Ben Solo type of oh, a way. Okay. Like a very loving, he's apologizing to her for what he's done and how he scared her and how he came after her. Uh, and of course she's like, it wasn't your fault, blah, blah, blah. And she touches his face. Right. And again, it's like, I just can't help but get this, you know, Christ thing coming through. Like she forgives him. She absolves him. It's literally a confession. It's kind of like, doesn't Veronica do that or something like that? Well, Veronica. Who's the one who touches his face? He, she wipes his face. Yeah, but there's someone who touches his face. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But but that would be cool if there was. There Um, definitely is. I just can't remember who it is. Um, but that moment was super, super lovely. And again, I'm just like, it, it was a confession. He was confessing his sins to her and she absolves him of the blame and the guilt. Yep. Um, yeah, the, I guess that's all I have to say about that. It was an okay. interesting, sweet, very sweet moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, okay. So at the very end, everybody gets their chips out. They keep dropping though omega keeps saying i don't have a chip i don't have a chip the only reason they would be repeatedly saying that is if she does have a chip yeah she probably does (laughs) and they're trying to make us think she doesn't she probably does so i'm a little freaked out about it like they mentioned it once before and i was just like oh okay now they're just telling us that but this episode this might be the third time they've mentioned it, that she doesn't have a chip or she thinks she doesn't have one. Right. Um, so yeah, put a pin in that. I don't know if, I don't know if that's going to come back around, but that's going to be scary if it does. True. Um, but the end of the episode is, um, Rex departs. Rex and Hunter have a little chat right before he leaves. And, um, you know, Rex invites them to come fight for the re- the baby rebellion, and Hunter's like, "Well, our priorities have changed," and he's referring to Omega. Obviously, they're all basically dads now, and they can't just pick up and go fight wars. Yeah. Um, but he does tell Rex, "You know how to reach us if you need us." So I feel like Rex is not going to be gone. Forever. I doubt it. I think he's going to be back. Um. And then we see at the very, very end that the Scrapper Guild guys have seen them and they have reported them now to the Empire. Yep. Which obviously makes, like we were saying, Crosshair's coming. Right, yeah. Either it's going to be a whole episode of just him getting caught up or we're going to jump right back into him pursuing them. Uh, Either way. This is going to happen, yeah. He's coming. Probably next week. Yeah, probably. Okay, this is the shortest episode we've ever done. 43 minutes. Yeah, it's good. I mean, short I mean, episode. We had to. Sorry, guys. Sorry we didn't. We weren't exactly the most fun pair. It's okay. 
we'll, we'll do the next one. I mean, if the next one's Crosshair, we have a lot to talk about. I'm That's sure. true. That's true. But um, if you would like to reach out to us, we are on Twitter at Unknown Rage Pod, or I have a personal handle that I'm on way more than the show handle, and my handle is at Frey Adjacent. She's on it all the time, yo. I'm literally on there daily, all the time. Um, but we also have an email, unknownregionspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick. And we both have personal accounts on Facebook. Uh, we will be back next week, probably. Next week, probably, because Colin's done with school. He has completed his junior year, everyone. Yo, I have, which is At the weird. DePaul School <laughs> of Music. It's been done. True. True. And um, technically, my super sophomore year though, because I have to. Well, not. Is that really. how it works or no? No, it's just you will have. They're just a super senior. You will have a super senior year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but probably the hardest year yet for sure. Y'all can, as far as case or class load and. If y'all can see my score right ugh, now. I'm just kidding. Like <laughs> yeah, look, look. You ready? <laughs> page no, one. No one can see it. And then I tried doing page two. This isn't even in the actual thing. I did all that without actually doing it. So that's page one. This is page two. It looks like the scribblings of a madman. <laughs> this is page three. What I'm looking at right now. Look at this. Oh, wait, page four. It looks like a lot of charts and graphs and physics and not... It doesn't look like music at all. It does not look like music. <laughs> no, I actually thought there all. was five pages. Why am I tripping? Oh, I might have left it on the scanner. Ooh. Upstairs. Okay, Don't later. forget that. Okay. Anyway, we should be able to do... I like this Hopefully... Page. This, this page looks cool. That page does look cool. So we satisfying. Sh- we should be able to do a weekly for the rest of the yeah, Bad guys. Batch. Sorry, <laughs> for the rest to, of the Bad Batch season, we should be able to do weekly um, yeah. episodes from now on. Uh, sure, but they're yeah. going to be late because apparently Colin has to be in the city every single weekend to work. Well, so our, our release schedule is going to get a little weird. We but could do it remotely. I guess we could. Um, this is so much easier, though, when we're in the same space. And quite I mean, frankly, I like it better. But. There's, there's, this, uh, this method offers some ease in some fields, but actually, re- recording remotely is good for other reasons. But for me, I guess mixing wise, it maybe, helps. maybe. Well, just all of this to say is we probably will be releasing weekly. Just not sure what. <laughs> it's gonna be like maybe the night before the next episode comes out, which is stupid. But you know, I mean, that's how we roll. We absolutely yeah. cannot be normal in any way. We're the busiest podcast. Huh? We're the busiest of the Star Wars podcast. Oh yeah, we're uh, yeah, sure we are. <laughs> um. Anyway, so join us next week for episode eight of the Bad Batch, which we are yeah. anticipating is going to be crosshair heavy. Just guess the name of it. Guess the name of it. The episode. Yeah. Um. Oh, guess the name of I'm gonna, it. I'm going to guess it's going to be called Backtrack. Backtrack. That's what's going to be called. Bet. Uh, bet right now it's going to be called Backtrack. Well, I I will bet you, but I don't think it's going to be called It's going to be one word or two words. They I never think do it's going to be that. called... The Other 48 Days. <laughs> the other, Honestly, that'd be cool. The Other 48 Days. <laughs> They're cool. using one word titles, though, so let's think of a yeah. one word title. Um, 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 Traitor? Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe. Um, rescued, maybe? Maybe. Why would it be that? Because maybe they're gonna, like, it's gonna be like they're gonna decide, well, the only way we're gonna help him is by kidnapping him and getting him out, getting him out of there. Oh. Okay. Um, something like that, maybe. I okay. Don't know. Backtrack. 
Alright, backtrack. backtrack. You say backtrack, I say... Rescued. Okay. If it's rescued, I'll be shocked. But <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, hey, Colin. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.